Welcome to Knickknack News. I'm Alex. And I'm Anthony. And my story today is Space News. This is from NASA.gov, the premier source for Space News. (laughs) Uh, And the headline is, A Cosmic Tarantula Caught by NASA's Web. So it's, it's a pun. Um, they're talking about, of course, the James Webb Space Telescope, and they're talking about a formation called the Tarantula Nebula. Um, in a new mosaic image stretching 340 light years across, the James Webb Space Telescope's near-infrared camera captured the Tarantula Nebula's star-forming region in a new light, Uh, including tens of thousands of never-before-seen young stars that were previously shrouded in cosmic dust. Um, I'm going to send you a link to this image so you can see it as well. Oh, yes, please. Um, Because I have not seen this yet. Very pretty. Wow. I think this might be one of my favorite images they've taken yet. I think it's just so stunning. (laughs) Oh my god! I want to make it really big, but I, I can't right now with the way that my screen is set <laughs> yeah. up. I want to like make it like. <laughs> yeah, it's worth like making big and like looking around at it because there's like all of these images. There's a ton of detail in this one, and it. I mean, it would make a really good well uh, desktop wallpaper, honestly. Um, <laughs> That's. I also think that. Um, oh, it's beautiful. It's. I'm gonna it's, cry. It's so it's, pretty. <laughs> it's really pretty. Um, so this is, it's officially called uh, Doradus 30, but it was nicknamed the Tarantula Nebula for the appearance of its dusty filaments in previous telescope images, uh, and has long been a favorite for astronomers studying star formation. I'll be honest, I don't see the, the tarantula aspect of it. Um, I was going to ask about that. Why is, yeah. why is it called that? We don't. No. So from like from that description, I'm guessing it looked more like a tarantula in lower resolution images. But now that we can see it, it doesn't really look like one. <laughs> oh, maybe. That's my guess, at least. Is it like this whitish part that's supposed to be the maybe? tarantula shape somehow? I don't know. It looks more like um, the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters to me. Can you see it? Yeah. Yes. Actually. Like, actually, yes. or like, uh, or like um, the boogie, oogie boogie from uh, Hall, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. It's kind of got his head on the top. Yes. And then two arms. Do you see it? I do see that. Yes, looks, I see that. Um, it actually looks a lot like that. Now that I, <laughs> <laughs> this I can't is, this is a, see that. <laughs> this is a real time observation for me. Like I'm just. It looks exactly like that. It's almost okay. even his <laughs> mouth is there. Yeah. <laughs> That's totally true. Okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you to see another thing in this. It looks like an elephant okay. facing away from us, where the the like ghost head thing is the left ear of the elephant. Left ear, okay. And then right is next, it kind of tilted. Yeah, it's like tilted and looking away from us, and it's like yeah. an elephant's body with two ears, and then the the tail of the elephant is over here, like. Oh, and it's kind of like turned. Yeah, like, and it's like sort of turned. Mm-hmm. No, I can see. I can definitely see that. Okay, so there's a lot of things in here, and none of them are tarantulas. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, or we just don't see it. I don't know. If you if yeah. you know where the tarantula is, please yeah, reach out <laughs> to us, us and let us know. Because <laughs> we want to know, too. Um, so in addition to the young stars, uh, which are the, like, 
that blue, those like bright blue things in the middle of the of Oogie Boogie. Okay. Um, <laughs> so those are all like young stars that like we just couldn't even see before. Wow. Um, so in addition to those, it reveals distant background galaxies as well as the detailed structure and composition of the nebula's gas and dust. Um, it's uh, they say only one hundred sixty-one thousand light years away. <laughs> um, only. <laughs> only. Uh, it's located in the large uh, Magellan Magellanic. I don't know how you would pronounce that. It's like Magellan with an IC at the end. Magellanic cloud galaxy. Um, oh yeah, Magell- Magellanic. Magellanic. That, that doesn't sound right either, though. That feels weird too. It's all. It all. It's all weird. Anyway, yeah. that's what. Uh, yeah, uh, it's in that galaxy. Uh, it's the the Tarantula Nebula is the largest and brightest star forming region in the uh, local group that is the galaxies nearest to our Milky Way. Um, wow. Local group is the name for those apparently, which isn't very. Oh, creative. Um, <laughs> Wait, it's it, just called the local group. Yeah, <laughs> the local group. <laughs> that's so unexpected. Like I feel like they name everything like two yeah. five zeta <laughs> delta right. no, this B is just twelve. The local like, group. I don't, just some galaxies okay. that hang out near us, I guess. All right. Um, and this nebula is home to the hottest and most massive stars known. Um, again, massive in the sense of lots of mass, not just big necessarily. Classic space terminology. Yes. Um, the hottest, most massive stars. <laughs> Only in this, <laughs> in this nebula. Um, so the nebula's cavity, which is that like darker area centered in the image, has been hollowed out by radiation from a cluster of the of massive young stars. Again, those are the blue ones in the image. So the radiation from them is why there's like this like void in the middle um, where the dust has been kind of pushed away. Um, only the densest surrounding areas of the nebula resist erosion by these stars' powerful stellar winds, um, and that forms pillars that appear to point back towards uh, the cluster, which I think are like the arms and legs in that thing. Um, I, I mean, it's the only way I can see it now. The thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then, uh, so the pillars that you see contain forming pro- protostars, which will eventually emerge from the dust and take their turn shaping the nebula. Um, and this article also says that one of the reasons that this nebula is interesting to astronomers is that it has a similar type of chemical composition to the gigantic star forming regions that were observed at what, at what's called the universe's cosmic noon, um, which is when the cosmos was only a few billion years old and star formation was at its peak. Um, and so the tarantula nebula is the closest and easiest to observe example of what was happening in the universe at that time. So it kind of gives us like this really good um wait place to observe like almost the the galaxy at its peak or like the the universe at its peak of like star formation so that's, that's one of the reasons i like it yeah and it's, it's like stuff like this is going to teach us more and more about how stars are formed which is something we still don't fully understand so it's pretty exciting stuff and it's just also a beautiful image i like highly recommend everybody look it up if you if you haven't seen this particular one because it's one of my favorites. It really is. I can't stop looking at it. Like I'm still, I made it smaller now. I kind of made it a little bit big when out, but anyway, it's so beautiful. <laughs> it's like, uh, although I did feel this way about some of the other ones too. Like you can't st- like you keep looking at it and you keep noticing new things, you know? You keep fi- Yeah. You keep, it's another oh. one where you can just easily find new stuff just in the background. So and cool. So, so much detail. Um, 
Wow. Though it is kind of ruined by the fact that it does look exactly like Oogie Boogie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm not going to be able to unsee that. So now, I, so now I don't think I can use it as a wallpaper. <laughs> I'll just, <laughs> it, except around Halloween, I guess. Well, it is almost Halloween. It's kind true. of. It's <laughs> kind of close to Halloween, so. Yeah, well. Maybe you can just make, this is your Halloween this is my you know, Halloween theme wallpaper. this year. Wallpaper this <laughs> yes. year. Yeah, I don't know. All right. My story today is world news. This is from Reuters.com. And the headline is Spain's giant tomatina tomato fight returns. Have you ever heard of this? Because I hadn't. I no, I didn't know it went away. Well, did you have you heard of this thing? Like, do you know what it is? Like this tomato fight? No. Ever? Yeah. So, it's just a it's a giant food fight with tomatoes. It's just so pure. Um, so <laughs> last week, the, the eastern Spanish town of Bunol near Valencia celebrated the seventy fifth annual Tomatina Festival after a two year lapse due to the, to the pandemic. The Tomatina Festival is a giant food fight in the streets with tomatoes that normally happens the last Wednesday of August every year. Because, of course, Spain has a festival like this because that's just – they just have things like this where it's just like, okay, a thousand people go in the streets and do this thing <laughs> now. I don't know. That's, sure. It yeah. just seems very Spanish. Like the running in the bulls. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's what I was thinking of. Okay. Right. Um, so thousands of people hurled somewhere around 130 tons of overripe tomatoes at each other during the festival. <laughs> the, tomato- <laughs> the tomato fight started at midday uh, when six trucks loaded with tomatoes drove through the main street distributing them uh, for about an hour while partygoers threw them at each other and covered each other in red tomato juice. The Tomatina is said to have originated from a spontaneous incident amongst villagers in 1945. Really would have loved to have been there for that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, let's all just pelt each other with these like, It was like tomatoes. a legitimate like food fight that started in this village and turned into a tradition. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's pretty epic. Um, it was banned for a while during the 1950s, but gained popularity again across Spain in the 1980s, and today draws large crowds, crowds of visitors from Spain and abroad. Almost a decade ago, the organizers of the event had to limit the capacity and start selling tickets as the festival was becoming too crowded. So, like, they had to cap the attendees now because right. it was just, like, too many people. This is just, like, a small European town. Um, <laughs> it's not, like, a big city or anything, so they right. can't. They can only accommodate so many people there. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, so the Guardian actually also posted an article about this that's just like this event in pictures, and I just thought that was pretty great. Um, and obviously, this is a podcast, so I can't really like <laughs> share all of those, but I'm going to show you a couple of them right now because I don't know why, but it's just like pure. It's just pure human happiness. Um, I don't know. <laughs> oh gosh! Oh, what a mess! Oh. <laughs> See, I, I could not enjoy one. this. Here's I could not enjoy one. something like this. Uh, it's so, it's so gross. <laughs> it's basically like when you see pictures of people doing like tough mutter, and they're kind of like, yeah, they're like in the mud pit, like. It's that, that except tomatoes. Yeah, it's that except tomatoes. <laughs> I don't know. I just I think it's a fun idea, um, and yeah, I would is, totally do this. It's definitely like beautiful and pure and fun, but it's also just like. I can't help but think what a mess this is like. And I also, 
<laughs> you you know I don't like raw tomatoes. I know tomatoes, the thing is that so you don't like, you don't like tomatoes, and I do know that. <laughs> so I'd be so afraid of like getting any of it in my mouth. They're just like. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. having it on me just does not sound. Just the so smell I, would probably well, be gross to me. Are, don't tomatoes have like they have like antioxidant? Their antioxidant properties are like good for your skin and stuff. I feel like I've heard that. Not worth it. Not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, not, I just think for like for me, I was you know if I wanted to go to some type of like event abroad, like I would do something like this. Like this just seems very like I don't know. Versus something like, I don't know, I keep thinking of the running of the bulls. Because when I think of Spain, like, oh, people like travel to Spain to go see like an event or something. They go to that, right? But it's just like so dangerous and very like, I don't know. That yeah. It just seems different. This is just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to throw like squishy tomatoes at each other for an hour. <laughs> yeah, just like. Yeah, get, it's much it's it, much like, more wholesome and less dangerous unless you have a tomato allergy. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> But there's pictures of people doing like slip and slide on the stuff, like down the streets yeah. and stuff. I don't know. Anyway, it's just it's, I had never heard of this, so I was like, "That sounds fun." I don't know. Anyway, they they had canceled it due to COVID, and it came back now. So oh well, welcome welcome back to Tomato Festival. It's uh every year in August they have it, so you can buy tickets now for 2023 <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're interested. Yeah, get uh, them fast. There's only so many to go. Yeah, around. they they cap it so. <laughs> Okay, it's time for breaking news, the part of the show where Anthony and I look up stories that just happened today, or were just posted today, and we read them to you on the fly. Tomato? Tomato, no! Ready, set, go! Go! Okay, so this is on MacRumors.com. Um, but this isn't a rumor. This is an article about something that happened today because there was like a big, like Apple's big annual iPhone event was today. Oh, if you you caught that. No, I didn't. Um, where they revealed the iPhone 14, um, and the iPhone, iPhone 14 pro and probably some other stuff. I haven't actually, this is, I, I usually, I will like either watch the event or read up on it after, but I haven't done that yet. So this is all, this is all news to me. Um, but specifically, I wanted to talk about the iPhone 14 Pro because it has a new feature that they're that has a stupid name, and it's called the Dynamic Island. Um, and because it's okay. so hard to explain what that is and why it's called that, I'm going to just send you a link here. <laughs> okay. Um, hopefully, it'll like work on whatever your device you open it up on. Um, but like as soon as the page loads, it should like show you what this thing is. Um, basically, the like the current generation of iPhones has like this notch at the top where the camera and um, speaker are for for the phone. Um, and in the on the iPhone 14 Pro, like that thing, that notch has been replaced by like in a little bar but the bar can like dynamically change shape and stuff to show different information and like notifications and stuff. Oh. It's kind of cool looking, but the name is dumb. Um, but like, Island. so it like, it can like get longer to show like additional information on either side, or it can like expand into like the full shape of a notification. And it looks really slick and it like makes the like fact that there's like this giant oval cutout in the top of your phone, um, a little less distracting. Um, 
So, yeah, uh, that's one yeah. of the new thing. That's one of the new things. Did you were you able to see it? Like, yeah, I, it I had to click to the. I had to click to the right spot, but I can see it. Now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so. it's I okay. I I mean that's creative. That's a creative way to. Yeah. Use looks, that space. Looks nice. Um, also, there's a deep purple color option for the phone, which I think you might. I be, <laughs> you might did be a fan see of. that. I did see that, and I am a fan. Yeah. Um, immediately, I'm immediately I a fan. I don't really need a new phone, but I do like the purple option. Um, it also is going to have like an improved display, which I'm pretty sure they always do. Yeah. Um, but it also like the biggest thing is that it is going to be able to like be on all the time. Um, so like with a phone, uh, typically the display refreshes at like 60 frames per second so that everything looks super smooth and like animations play out smoothly. Um, but for an always on, but that co- that obviously takes more battery because it's constantly refreshing what it's showing. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the always on display, it drops that to like refreshing once per second, which sounds like not that slow, but it's in computing terms that is like extremely slow. But it means that it can stay on and like drain way less battery over time. So you could like show your lock screen at all times if you wanted to, or just like it'll be easier to like pull it up and like see what's going on. So hmm. I'm sure that'll be opt in, but it's pretty nice yeah. um, as an option. Also, like obviously the camera's gonna be improved. It sounds like they're also they also managed to improve the battery at least a little bit. Oh, that's um, nice. Which is always nice. Um, but yeah, they're going to be yeah, super I'm expensive. Yeah, pictures now. <laughs> they're going to be super expensive. Yeah, I know, right? Like, too, oh my gosh, I'm afraid like, to look at the price of this. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I think it starts at like a thousand dollars. Um, but yeah, it's uh, wow. I don't know. I'm I'm a big fan of the design of the like dynamic island thing. Yeah, I I'm. They chosen have... any other name? Yeah, I don't know why dynamic. I- yeah, I don't know. I don't know about the name, but I'm like looking at the video of it again, and it's just I have mixed feelings about it because I it's covering information <laughs> when it gets bigger. Yeah, but I mean, I think the point is that it's like when you get a notification like on your phone now, it's kind of the same thing already. But this is just like almost like a more dynamic notifications. But, that's true. Yeah, th- there's something. There's some uses of it that they're showing that are like, yeah, that's not really. Like one of them, helpful. I thought, yeah, one of them was like a Spotify thing, though. Yeah, but like, it might uh, just be. It might just be like a quick way to pull it down and change your. Anyway, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah we maybe have it's to, like supposed we to, have to dwell on it. <laughs> no, I'm dwelling on it. I'm dwelling on it. I'm like, I want to <laughs> talk about the dynamic island. I don't like. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's very, it's just a big change. Yeah, I'm like trying to think in my head like what would that will i enjoy this would i enjoy this yeah as an iphone user i'm concerned not concerned that's the wrong word (laughs) i'm invested i'm invested in it i'm invested in it (laughs) yeah so anyway there's a ton of more ton more information from their event today um i need to dive into it still but that's like one of the things i saw that kind of jumped out at me cool um but yeah more phones. Yeah, I'll have to read about that later, too. I didn't know that they had that event today. Yeah. Very cool. Okay, so my story is a uh, a bear story on UPI. I went to UPI, and there was a bear story, so I was like, yep, this one. Um, 
the headline is Bear Wanders into California Home Steals Cake. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So a bear um what like okay, so basically all that happened was like a bear somehow got into these people's kitchen and they called the police. Well they called nine one one. Um and they they like locked themselves in a room upstairs and then the police <laughs> got there and like went in and just kind of were, were like, Hey, bear and then the bear like left out the back. I think it was like an open back back <laughs> door, like a like, patio oh. door. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just go. <laughs> I didn't That's realize this happened. wasn't for they me. They posted a video on, for the police department, posted a video of it on Facebook. Um, <laughs> and it's just like, that's literally what happened. Like they, they, they came in and they were like, that's kind of what you're supposed to do with bears. Like make kind of like a noise. So they're, they're like startled right. and they leave. Right. So that's all they did. And it left out like the back patio door and like hopped a fence. I should send you the video because I, the, the it video, really wanted it that hopping cake. the fence was like a little bit like, like, I know that they're strong and they can jump and they can get on things, but, like, you watch them actually do it, it's kind of like, whoa. <laughs> like, a little more agile than you expect it's just, them to be. Yes. I, I, it hits me every time I see that with bears, like, because they're just so big. Like, you think that they are not going to be like that, but they're so right. agile. Uh, it's like, yeah. whoa. Anyway, yeah. Big, so it Big and agile way. is a scary combination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. That's a, they're, they're scary. They can be scary. Yeah, but anyway. So, yeah, so it hops the fence and goes away, but then... It's basically like on the Facebook post, it says that like it appeared that the bear ate a freshly baked cake and rummaged through the refrigerator. <laughs> like it actually came in, opened their fridge, it's looking at the food. Yeah, <laughs> ate just some seeing cake, what, seeing a good what time. its options were. Yeah, like well, I could I could just have this cake, or I could see if they got any anything healthier in the fridge. Eh, I'm just gonna have the cake. Yeah, I'm just gonna have the cake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, this but is yeah, nothing bad. Nothing happened. Cake does sound good right now. Yeah. How do I get some of that? I'm going to go break into my neighbor's house. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to break. Why don't you just knock on their door and ask them? Yeah, I guess that's a better way to do it. <laughs> that would be a the, better way. I mean, with. I don't know. Beg for forgiveness. Don't ask for permission. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. That's what the bear true, does. Too. Be like the bear. Be, be like we could. We could just live our lives like bears. Though we've said before, and I will say again, I wouldn't mind the hibernation thing. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. I'm still. Oh, it sounds sounds so great, so restful. <laughs> All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We post episodes every Friday, usually, and as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description. I say usually because we skipped last week because. As you may have figured out from my voice, I don't know if it's it's noticeable. But I feel like it's noticeable, but yes, I did have COVID last week, but I'm feeling better now. We're all good. We're Yay. All good. You can subscribe to Knickknack News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash News, on Twitter at at News, and on Instagram at News. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.